spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. You have been warned. Welcome to Max Mike Movies. We're those guys that have that podcast that's about movies. This week, another entry in our new series, In Theaters Now. Each week, we'll go out and see a movie newly released into the wild, we'll see it opening weekend, and then we'll report back to you, our loyal audience. Hello, loyal audience. You're humble and lovable. Bless you, sir. (laughs) We're heading into Oscar season, so it'll be a bit of a snipe hump, but snipe is great with jelly on toast. Mm. But that's not why we're here. We're here for the movies. If you're listening to us right now, you probably found our podcast through the iTunes podcast app or the Google podcast app. But did you know we also have a website? What? It's it, We do. No. I know. Little known fact. Well, what's it's, the URL? What's that mean? Oh, it's MaxMikeMovies.com. And there you can find all our previous episodes, leave comments, and buy our Lunchables. You can follow our twits on that Twitter thing. Uh, we're at, or as we say, Plort, Plort. Max. <laughs> Plort Max Mike Movies. Hey, want to email us? You can mail us at us at maxmikemovies.com. Just know that any comments could and may be part of a future show. Over on this middle of the United States coast is me. I am Mike. And over on that eastern kind of the coast is... Actually, I'm standing up to my waist in the Atlantic Ocean, so technically I am a man without a coast. But I'm Max. I thought it was raw sewage. <laughs> No, no, that's just Boston Harbor. You know, sewage rhymes with newage. Uh, Oh, dear. This this week, we're taking on that giant new prequel sequel to what is now being called the Wizarding World Franchise, TM. Fantastic Beasts and How to Kill Them, The Crimes of Grindelsmurts. Find find them. What? Find them. Fantastic Beasts and How to Find Them. Oh, Fantastic Beasts and How to Find Them, The Crimes of Grindelsmurts. I thought I thought it was Jingle Balls. Uh, I uh, something like that. It's yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's unimportant. You don't right. have to worry about True. it. No, to be fair, it is in fact it's called the... Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Johnny Depp. I mean, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Ooh, ooh, that's a whole other movie. That's that a, a that, whole... that's a, tri- a trilogy right there. Hey, you know, Max. Mm. Uh, as we're recording this, uh, I, I would like to offer you something today. Oh, uh, I, I think it's something you forgot, um, mm. but it's very important. Uh, this time of year is is important to a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. But, uh, Max, I would really, dearly, totally, sincerely like to wish you a happy life day. <laughs> well, as it says in the sacred texts. <laughs> Thank you, Itchy. <laughs> I, excuse me, that was my flawless impersonation of Lumpy. Thank you very much. Oh, oh I stand corrected. God. Right. Yes, so, happy life day. Happy, happy life day. Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this up to you, Max. Would you like to do the plot first or trivia first? Uh, well, you're hosting, so... Uh, oh, that's right. It's up to me. So I'm going to yeah. vote for trivia first. Oh, okay. Um, wait, so wait, wait. No, 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 no. We'll do the plot first. We usually do the plot uh, first. Ah, you had your chance. Nope, too oh. bad. <laughs> The show. Trivia first. Okay. All right. This is Johnny Depp's 405th movie. Wait wait a minute. 405th movie. 405th, you say? Yes. Grindelwald. Grindelwald. This is is not very well known. Grindelwald is the maiden name of J.K. Rowling. You know, I think I read that somewhere. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, Eddie Redmayne once swallowed 24 goldfish while pole sitting to set a new world's record. 
That was in uh, 2008, I think. Uh, something like that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the house elves, you may have noticed there were some house elves in this movie. Right. Every single one of them was played by Tony Randall. Mike? Not one single Fantastic Beast was hurt or eaten during the making of this film. Mike? Sasha Byron Cohen was originally considered for the part of Lita Lestrange, but they were worried he couldn't do a serious part. Well, also the mustache would just not have... Mike, wait a minute! J.K. Rowling has confirmed that there will be 37 more films in this franchise. (laughs) Okay, actually, I believe that completely, but come on! You're making all this up! What? What? Every bit of this trivia. This isn't trivia. This is simply the the, the delusions of your fevered brain. Uh, That's what it said on my beer can. (laughs) And and how many of these teeny-weeny beer cans did you drink? 72. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. The tip so, off the tip off was I happen to know that Eddie Redmayne is lethally allergic to goldfish. Ha! Oh, man. Yep. I should have done more research. Yep. Speaking of which, that tripped you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trivia. Moving ahead. Um <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. What happened what happened to the trivia? Isn't there trivia? I just I just read it. <laughs> but I mean there's always trivia even with movies that just came out. You know what? What? None of it was worth reading. Ooh. It was all dull, like little, okay. little, little Harry Potter this and Harry Potter that, and and actually it is that one thing I I got right was that it is now called the the Wizarding Wizarding World franchise. The, the, uh, the, it is not just Harry Potter; it's called Wizarding Wizarding World. I keep leaving the art out. Wizarding Wizarding. Ah, that's wicked good. It's the wicked good <laughs> Wizarding Wizarding World. And now the um, now the plot. Uh-huh. Uh So yeah, as you this. may remember. <laughs> and uh, you may remember. Yeah. Um, we've got this character, and his name is uh, Newt Newt McGonagall. No, wait. Uh, Newt Scamander. 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 Yeah. And uh, he uh, he can't travel because reasons. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Grindelwald, the evil bad guy of this fran- this part of the franchise, I have to say, part of the franchise. Yeah, basically Voldemort uh, 1.0. Kind of, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. And, Newt, and Newt Scamander is kind of like a proto Hagrid. Kind of. Um, except even more so. Uh, so Grindelwald is being moved from one prison to another, and oh, he escapes! I did Spoiler. not see that coming. I know. Uh, and then the rest of the movie deals with uh, Newt's commander being sent to deal with Grindelwald for reasons um, that are not entirely clear. Mm. Uh, if any of you have ever played any video games, specifically things like Skyrim or even some of the Zelda games, it's very much like, well, I can't go because my feet are currently stapled to the ground. Could you go do this, young adventurer? And, uh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of fan service paid. We get to go to Hogwarts. Yay! We get to see uh, certain characters, like, in the foreground we get to see good old Dumbledore. In the background, we're told McGonagall is there. She's kind of out of focus and looking away, but it's her. Um... <laughs> And uh, we get to meet some other some other fan favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, some some favorite characters from the previous film, the the delicious beasts and how to eat them. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what it was called, wasn't hey, it? Hey, there's some good eating on a Niffler. Mmm, Niffler. Mmm, deep fried Niffler. <laughs> um, return. So Jacob Kowalski is back, mm-hmm. um, having suddenly remembered everything, even though he was uh, obliviated in the last film. Uh, we get to see Newt Scamander's brother, who we didn't actually meet in the first film didn't even know uh, he had a brother and doesn't doesn't that come up again sh- oh sorry um <laughs> we get to re-meet Lita, Lita Lita Lestrange a character we didn't realize we'd met in the first film um 
And we get to meet Abernathy, a character who is briefly glimpsed in the first film and plays a larger part in this film. Uh, and then there is a big sort of twisty ender spoilery thing, which Max and I are going to try not to talk about because this is a first for us. Usually it's been films that have either been out for decades or in the case of the Grinch, if you don't know the plot, then too bad. Mm. Um, but there is a twisty thing. And I think Max, I think we should try not to speak about that. All right, fine. You know what I'm talking about, right? I believe you're talking, I believe. Yeah. It's a thing yeah. I made reference to. Yeah. So we're not going to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you also forgot the, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival um, reappears in this movie. That's right, because Creedence, the the lovable Creedence, <laughs> uh, does show back up and is a major plot point of this film. Uh, yeah. And we will be speaking less about him. Mm. So, um, and I think that uh, that that's enough of the plot as you need to know because you might rush out to go see this. Unlike at my theater where people didn't rush out to go see it. The Lowdown. But let's go and start talking about the film. Max, so in your theater, mm -hmm. uh, you saw it, uh, what, the, this afternoon? Yes, this I did. Friday? And so how full was your theater? Uh, well, we got to understand, this is the middle of the day. It was like a 1 p.m. show. and But there were still, I'd say, a good mm, 10, 15 people. Ooh, that's going to fill that budget coffer, isn't it? Well, you know, it, it's a it's a matinee. You didn't, don't really expect that many people. Um. Yeah, I went last night. I went to the first showing oh. Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah? We had the entire road to ourselves. Oh, dear. Yeah, it was, it wasn't packed? There weren't people in costume or anything? N n no. Well, actually, they don't let you do costumes anymore. Oh. Huh. You know, but yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised. I figured, oh, you know, Kringle Schmertz, that's a, that's a popular <laughs> film or, or a franchise or character or whatever. And uh, yeah, we had the entire road. So our theater is split in half. A lot of them are where you've got that sort of mo that aisle in between. Yeah. You can either go up the stairs or down. We were in the lower one in the back row mm -hmm. and we were alone. Okay. <laughs> and in fact, I think there was only one other couple in front of us and then a smattering of people behind us, which was kind of surprising. And uh, I was talking to some friends and they were like, yeah, I didn't even know this was part of Harry Potter. Like really? the way it's ever yeah the way it's advertised was apparently to them not all that obviously part of Harry huh. Potter, so they were like not rushing to see it. Um, so I'll be interested to see how that's how that's working for them. Before we get to the whether we recommend it or not, what was your sort of initial impression while watching the film? My impression was okay. Somebody saw the first Phantasmagoric Beasts and said, you know what, this is too simple. Oh, okay. the guy, yeah. The guy's here. You know, this is a, a nice, straightforward, easy to follow plot without too many subplots with a couple of vaguely interesting characters and some interesting effects. And the guy's in New York to do research and his monsters get loose and he's got to collect them. Okay. Yeah. That's and oh, along the way, you find out, oh, my gosh, this this other guy's got the evil plot afoot involving this Credence guy. It's like, OK, that's that's starting to get a little complex, but all right. It's like, then you see, okay, there's the bad guy, and here's the good guy, and there's the climactic battle. And it's like, you know what? No, that's too easy. That people could follow that. It's like, we, yeah. need, we need to cram a crapload more subplots, characters, family re relations. And, and uh, also, we also, we need to explore who this Grindelwald guy is. It, it, it. Yeah, that film at least answered the burning question: Is Grindelwald Colin Fowler, 
Farrell or isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And the nice thing about Colin Farrell, man, I can't speak at all tonight, and I haven't even been drinking. I wish I had been. Well, there's um, your problem right there. <laughs> I know I should have done that when I saw the film. Mm. Um, the nice thing about Colin Farrell is you can always count on him to spend most of the film looking confused. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he does sort of look like he doesn't know exactly where he is a lot. It's like, well, yeah. I, oh. Okay, so I'm actually kind of glad to hear your, your initial assessment of the film. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I had thought to do before seeing this film was the night before, it's like, you know what, I'm going to rent the original one and watch it so that I, I'll be prepared and everything. And then I thought, you know what, this is one of those franchise films. I didn't need to do that. I'm not going to watch the original one again. I didn't like it that much. You did see it, though, but when it came out. Oh, yeah, when it yeah. came out two okay. years ago. Yeah. So... I have never been more confused in a movie in my life. Every single scene when it ended, I just sort of blinked and giggled to myself and thought, I have no idea what just happened. Oh, dear. <laughs> really? I'm like, okay, I can feel like the dun, 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 dun. And it's like, that was important. Wonder what it was. <laughs> I just didn't know. And it's like, oh, no, Newt's commander isn't getting engaged to Lita Lestrange. Was <laughs> that a thing oh but his brother is marrying her he has a brother now to be fair i did go back after i watched the fantastical beasts and the crimes of kringle smarts i came home and i rented the person because i was like what just happened Ah. i don't know i'm gonna watch this film that will explain it spoiler no it doesn't (laughs) and he does mention that his brother's an or he does oh okay um but yeah, we don't see him. And when they and they picked an actor I think that looks like he could be vaguely related to Eddie Redmayne. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, so he's an or and he's marrying Lita Lestrange, a character that looks uh, different enough that I didn't recognize her from the first <laughs> film. Um well, I yeah, thought the fir- I thought the first first film we just see her in a picture. Well, now uh, don't you're mixing you're mixing her up with the president with uh, the head yeah, of the head yeah. of that was not, not her. her huh? That okay. is not her. <laughs> you can tell this because she almost doesn't have an English accent the president. Well, I mean depending on who they get for this, that's you yeah. know any American uh, or any British uh, actor who's trying to be American and any American actor trying to be British. That's mm. yeah. Um see Keanu Reeves in anything. Oh dear. Um yeah. But I, okay, so that, that helps because I thought that was her. And it's like, no. okay, so we didn't meet her in the first film, and that's one of the reasons I was so confused oh in this dear. one. Oh, dear. But it's like, oh, here's important stuff for her. And she is... Mm, uh, mm, oh, 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 Rooney, oh, get a hold oh. of yourself. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so the only Lestrange that I know of that we've met... Is Helena Bottom Bottom <laughs> Helena Bottom Lestrange? You sure you haven't been drinking? <laughs> no, but I feel like I have. Well, we've we've uh, met too. We met the two the two daughters, you know, Narcissa and Bellatrix. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they were both uh, they were both Lestranges. Yes, and so this woman uh, is I guess uh, their mother. Well, no. Apparently, uh, uh, it, it's a marriage into the this the family, uh-huh. so that the mother of. Um, it's the, I think the mother of the one that's connected to Lita Lestrange is from another family. Oh, oh so, that's right. And also, Lita can't be the mother. She, no. Well, she can't. 
No, yeah, she can't for for reasons. For reasons, yeah. Um, for yeah, spo- and yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah. I, we, we're trying to not talk about the spoilers. It's really hard. Is, <laughs> when one of the spoilers popped up, it's like, uh, oh, mm. that's a thing, and I feel bad. <laughs> yes, and we do have in this one we get Dumbledore played by Jude Law, who does a a fine job. He actually and does. Honestly, He's very convincing as Dumbledore. He's got that little "I'm laughing at everything" attitude and. And I also, I, this is not really a uh, a spoiler, but we get to see that from the start, Dumbledore likes to pull this thing. <laughs> he really likes I, to... I am sorry. Dumbledore is a dick. <laughs> he is. He, he kind of is. God, he's so manipulative. Yes. He is the puppet master. He really yes. is. And, and we've seen not only does he... It's one thing that if he's manipulating Newt, who is a grown man, although obviously the manipulation well, started when he was a boy. Yeah. But he starts out, he's manipulating all through Harry Potter, an 11-year-old kid up through when he's, what, 17. Yeah. It's like, holy crap, dude. Yeah. Um, and he, you get to see that Dumbledore started that way, and he's still that way. Yeah. So, and I, you know, it's Jude Law. He kind of, I don't think I've seen anything with Jude Law in it that I didn't like his performance. And he's not as, as I will say, as, as sort of a bang actor as somebody like Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankful, not thankfully, not as as you know, gigantic explosiony as Daniel Day Lewis, <laughs> uh, an actor that I don't care for. Oh, but I think he's you know, great. I just generally like Jude Law. He does a great job. I'm happy to see him. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Dumbledore's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of saying, "What is it, Potter?" stinks i would rather have a button that says yeah. dumbledore's a dick yeah yeah um and he's a good guy um Ugh. we do also get to see the mm. return of what i'm going to go out on a limb and say is the best character from this little semi pseudo separate franchise yeah. and that's jacob kowalski jacob is so cool he's the he's most a great I, character he, he's supposed to just be comic relief but he's the everyman he's us you know he's, he is he has the most reasonable reactions to everything he is the well, one who is the most sensible. I watched the first film again, and he, when he gets confronted by magic, his initial reaction is, Gah! <laughs> but then he's like, you know, this is actually kind of cool. Yeah. And of all the characters in the first film, Jacob Kowalski is the only one that actually goes through any kind of transformation or any mm. kind of real heroics. Yeah. Because he's gone through all this stuff. He gets nothing out of it. There's no money. There's no reward. Uh, Heck, well, he even, there is. He even, wait, 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 wait. Hmm? He doesn't even get made shiny or given a medal. Give, him, mm. give the Wookiee a medal. <laughs> ah. um, and at the end, it's like, hey, dude, sorry, but we're going to have to obliviate you. And his mm. response is, you know what? I get it. I mm. understand. And he walks into the rain on his own, and his memory is erased. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, that's not how it turns out. But you know, yeah, if you haven't seen yeah. the first movie, why are you listening to us now? <laughs> um, and in this film, he also goes through some stuff, and he's my favorite character. And he's not a wizard. There is no sense he's ever going to be a wizard. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. And I still, he's like my favorite character. Yeah, I, I'm I'm good with that. I like him. Uh, in both the movies, uh, in the first movie, I really liked Queenie. I thought I she, did. I thought yes. she was adorable. <laughs> She's so sweet and so she fun. Is. And then I don't know what happened to her. I don't either. That is one um, of my big problems with the movie. In this, she's crazy. 
I mean, well, that's that's actually sort of a theme for her. In yeah, this film. apparently, and here we're suddenly supposed to we're it's like she's very sensitive about that because apparently, you know, she's a legilimens, she's a telepath, right? And obviously, she has you know varying ability, varying degrees of ability to keep out people's thoughts, and apparently, she has doubts of her own sanity. None of this we saw in the first movie. In the first movie, she's incredibly together and calm. And she's she's, really, a, she's a little ditzy. She's but a little it. ditzy, but she's so happy, and she's yeah. such. It's it's one of the nice things, the nicest things in a lot of these Harry Potter movies. No one's terribly happy. <laughs> no one is cheerful. Hey, I want to ask you something. Uh, do you remember yeah. the sun coming out once in this film? Because I don't uh, think it does. Well, well, they started in London, so but yeah, they were no. in Paris. <laughs> Paris is supposed to have lots of sun. It does. I've been there. The City of Lights. Yes. Oh, they forgot to pay their bill. <laughs> Apparently. And this was you know, pre-war Paris, which is was supposed to be glorious. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty yeah. great. It's very gray and grim. And the so-called... That was the other thing in the first movie. A lot of the monsters are brightly colored and wonderful to look at. And now they're just kind of weird and scary looking. I mean, the Chinese... What the Thingy. hell was that thing called? I forget. Yeah, I, I thingy, don't, thingy, the, the the big thingy that can, sorry, the convenience osaurus that can teleport apparently, and you know basically, you no, know, that's what it is. It's a it's a guild steersman from Dune. It can fold space. <laughs> well, I, except you, as soon as you saw it, did yeah. you have the same feeling I did? And it's like, oh, there's going to be a flying scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I saw that, and my first thought was, well, there's not much to see. Actually, we're inside a Chinese dragon. <laughs> Because it looks a little like... Oh, God, a, I can see. It looks a little like a cross between a Chinese dragon and something from where the wild things are. I liked it. I thought it was cool, but... Yeah, but it, was, it wasn't it was brightly colored. It was, it was also very sweet, but everything is so muted and nasty. Yeah, I also got the impression that in this particular case, the um, except for the Niffler, who, who mm. sort of has some, some plot connection um the fantastic beasts were thrown in because they're in the title yeah like they, there's otherwise... really not much to do with them they, they're sort no. of used as plot devices once or twice and yeah Spe yeah speaking of characters that i'm not sure why they were there <laughs> the hell is with nagini um she's a snake yeah this is hey I'm sorry this guess is what happens to chunk. her this is either just a big chunk of fan service or maybe it's foreshadowing and it's she's going to play a bigger part but we meet this this woman in a magical freak show which you know we'll talk about that in a minute <laughs> yeah wizarding world and they have freak shows what yeah. I, I thought it would be behold the accountant <laughs> They examine the, the Ford Popular, <laughs> the Morris Minor. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but what the hell is unusual to these people? The wizard, anyway. Nagini. Look, earwax, <laughs> dental floss. Oh. Gah, not m -m 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 mint flavored. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was you know, something like you know the way in the books, Mister Weasley is fascinated by plugs and muggle right. money. I thought their freak show would be like a parking meter or <laughs> some, or, you know, a, 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 a hamster, something. Shoelaces. Yeah. Anyway, but regardless, Nagini. Okay. Yes, she is really hot. And the okay. Woman, the woman who plays her is is, is freaking gorgeous. Okay. And she really is. And sadly, that is pretty much her job, is to stand there, look sad, and beautiful. And? 
and turn into a friggin' snake. There you go. A very familiar she, snake. Just, yes, Nick, well, the name, you know, Nagini. She's obviously the one who ends up being Dumbledore's snake. So, now, not, re- remind not Dumbledore's snake. Oh, right, sorry. He who shall not be Voldemort. Captain, Oops, damn. Ca- Captain No-Nose's snake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't tell many people this, but I, pe- I speak parcel nose. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what you said. Uh, I would like don't to translate. apologize to all others who speak parcel nose for the filthy, filthy stuff he just said. Anyway, yeah, yeah. what does she um, do in this movie? Does she actually speak? I'm not sure. She, she does. One line. She speaks a couple of times. Mostly she's sort of there to be Credence's friend, kind of. Girlfriendy, no, kind of, sort of, maybe. I don't know. I, it's just, um, she's there yeah. as a gimmick, and that was really kind of disappointing because, like, wow, this is this could be really interesting. So, Nagini was a person, but because of some uh, a convenient blood curse of which we are told nothing. Well, we're told that she has to change into a snake, she and has, eventually she won't and, be able to change back, and, which we know because that's how we've seen her. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I think there was a lot of fan service mm. played in this film. The first film, I think, with the the exception of Grindel Schmerz, <laughs> Grindel Booble, um, Booble Toss, <laughs> Google uh, Gobble, Google Gobble. We pretty much don't do anything connected to the Harry Potter franchise. We, no, we, there, there's a reference to Grindelwald. There's, I think, they re, he refers to Dumbledore at some point. Maybe, but that's but, it. It's yeah. like we're doing this whole thing. And I actually like the idea that it's this separate thing happening in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the setting of New York, or, or I should say, uh, you know, fake York. Yeah. New York never looks like CG that. New, CG York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, let's let's see what the rest of the world is like for the, you know, wizarding and stuff like that. And that's kind of cool. And this one, it felt like there was a lot of like, well, we're not going to forget Harry Potter. And it's like, well, you know, because you're going to meet Dumbledore and we're going to go to Hogwarts and you're sort of going to see McGonagall and we're going to have Nicholas Flamel and we're going to have Nagini. Yeah. So yeah. Say, hey, kids. What the hell was Nicholas Flamel doing in there? Being very old. Yeah. It's like, haha, it's me, Nicholas Flamel, for some reason. Exactly. It could have been anyone. It's like, uh, ah, good. Fred the Mage. I'm glad Fred the Mage is here. He'll take care of you. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah. who was the woman he was talking to in the book who was urging him to go out and fight? It sort of felt like, hey, this is going to be an Easter egg and you're going to find out it's like, you know, don't know yeah, who it is, so yeah. I don't care. Um, I'm going to vote for don't care. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty much. To say. Yeah, Nicholas Fumel, the one thing I will say is he proves that, you know, being immortal isn't all it's cracked up to be. The guy can't even shake hands. Yeah, he's like and, he's made out of tw- out of chalk, he looks like. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't gone out in a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he lives in such a nice house. Um, so that, I, I, I can't help but wonder if, if there was negative reaction to the fact that there didn't seem to be enough of a connection to harry potter to make the fans happy and that's why this stuff was here maybe that's why that's what this felt like it mm. felt like look 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 and you know okay that's that's nice I, i'm still sitting there shaking my head going i have no idea why these people are here what are you doing who are you why am i in this dark room uh, i mean and the plot is so convoluted i want to try to take a shot at this you tell me if i've got this right I have no idea. I can't tell you. Yeah, because you sort of you sort of let it dribble off because there was. <laughs> I'm not I sure. Had no idea. I'm not sure if it's all right. Try to sum it up. Yeah. So, it's uh, what is it? Six months or something after the first movie, and right. as you say, Grindelwald breaks out of, uh, during a, the sloppiest prison transfer 
God. Since Con Air is... It, yeah, we're not going to check anybody. It's all fine. It's just embarrassing. <laughs> There's no point. It's just embarrassing, and it also raises a whole lot of questions about how the hell magic works, but whatever. Uh, well, we're so going to get to magic. He gets, he gets away, and he goes off the, back to Europe, uh, where Scamander keeps applying for an international travel permit to go and find more magic doggies or whatever the hell. And didn't that feel more like, hey... This is a guy in an insane asylum trying to prove that he's not crazy. Yeah, there's a certain amount of that, yeah. Yeah. I am sorry. Also, that was my one real problem with the first movie. Uh, in the first the movie... one? Well, <laughs> my biggest problem is our hero, Newt Scamander, is a moron! <laughs> he shouldn't be trusted with, with a piece of string, let alone a wand of infinite power and an arsenal of, of insanely powerful magical creatures. He is, Never mind a suitcase of an apartment building. Yeah, that's the other thing. A suitcase. So, the, so you have all these incredibly powerful creatures who you really want to protect. It's not simply that you seem to give a crap about protecting the rest of the world from these things that can eat them. But you keep you don't you don't maintain the locks. The thing pops open every five minutes. <laughs> uh, at least it looks. And, and this guy, he's not poor. He handed over fifty galleons to use a port key. He's got money. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, that bothered well, you know, me. In the, I least... have a giant dragon, and where do you keep it? In a box. <laughs> in a box. In the, the in this suitcase that is so generic, it can be. Bu- I can bump into someone, and we end up with a "What's up, Doc?" situation where we swap suitcases. But again, that's the first movie. That at least they don't do in this movie. Everything no. in the suitcase stays in the suitcase when it's supposed to. That's all right. Uh, see, I already got off track. So he's trying to get right. back uh, to get permission to. Uh, Travel, travel internationally, but they're mad at him because of what happened in New York, which apparently they've decided is his fault, which it was. A lot of it was. Come on, letting all the monsters yes. out, all that destruction, all the, the the guys going around pretty much having to obliviate the entire city. That was him. But yeah. they say we don't want you know we don't want you doing that. You know, and I gotta say, go Ministry of Magic. It's like you—you you need to restrict this guy. Make him a make him a janitor. Keep him where you can see him. This this guy is dangerous. Yeah. All right. So he tries yeah, to get a yeah. permit. So he gets, he's he's they he's say refused. no. And then Dumbledore comes to him in you know in his really cute ass <laughs> magic glove thing. Like every, when that showed up, all I could think. Was, my little glovey wavy. <laughs> when God. you saw that disembodied glove, could you suddenly think of a number of different uses? <laughs> yes, especially, <laughs> especially given what we're told about Dumbledore outside the books. It's like hey. fantastic gloves and how they pleasure you. Uh. <laughs> Dumbledore says, "Look, you just in case you go to Paris, you know I think Credence is there." They said, "I thought Credence was dead. No, he's not dead." Oh, yes, and there's some other wizard who's going to go look for him. Oh, my God, this really is hard to summarize. And (laughs) Grindelwald is gathering followers, and everyone's looking for credence because he's really important for some reason. Yes, which we we (sighs) never really do find out. And credence is working. And and also it turns out uh, uh, Tina, Tina Goldstein... I like the fact that there are Jewish wizards. I'm sorry. There, Tina Goldstein, Queenie Satras broke, is now mad at Newt because there was a mis 
print in a magical magazine suggesting that he was getting married to his old girlfriend, Lita Lestrange, when in fact it's his... See, this is sounding like the young and the restless. In fact, it is his <laughs> evil twin, not his evil twin, his brother. But Roberta, who has amnesia, is still going to have that baby. <laughs> exactly. His brother Theseus is actually marrying her. What is it, by the way, with the Wizarding World and Greek names? I don't know. So many Greek names. Yeah, like Newt. Oops. Yes, I bet it was... And Lita. And Queenie. Uh, excuse me. And Lita is from Lita, like Lita and the Swan. That is a Greek name. Um, that was, in fact, a band. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was uh, Bella's and, sister, wasn't it? Uh, uh, something like that. And then, and then you know, we're watching The Rise of Grindelwald. Yeah. And, you know, what... Yeah. what one point we actually get to see Grindelwald having his Nuremberg rally. In, and where does he have it? Triumph of the bread. <laughs> it's never been a successful escape from Stalag 13. Hogan. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's not really a coincidence. There's a lot of uh, overtones, uh, Nazi overtones around him. Never mind the fact oh, that we know are. this from the books that. Uh, Dumbledore's big fight with Grindelwald is in 1945. Hmm, anything else happened that year? You mean like that they might reference in this movie? Oh, Spoiler, there's an atomic blast. Now, it's not real, but you do see it. I gotta admit, that was kind of interesting. Well, we're gonna get to that, because we're gonna talk about magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But continue trying to summarize Uh, this. And so Newt wants to find (laughs) Tina, and he wants to find Credence, and Grindelwald wants to find Credence for some reason, and uh, Dumbledore, but and they keep wanting Dumbledore to fight Grindelwald, and he keeps saying he can't. Yes, which we finally find out why. Out why? And, which I'm glad because initially we thought it was one reason. Yeah. All right. So here, but before we go too far, I'm going to yeah. say that um, J.K. Rowling had came out. Uh, oh, she came as it out. were. Uh, it was she. She spoke a number of years ago about yeah. the fact that Dumbledore was in fact gay, and that he and Grindelwald had. A relationship mm-hmm. that relationship is vaguely referenced in this film where they make eyes at each other and then perform a certain ceremony that i won't go into because that's sort of a spoiler sort of but they do um, they do hold hands they hold hands and, and they said oh you guys were as close as brothers well we were a bit closer than that that's <laughs> that's all we get for gay um <laughs> yep. Like, you know, there's not even like a kiss or anything. They just make eyes at each other. Yeah. Um, So if you're looking for that, that affirmation, if you're looking for representation, you will not find it in this film. Just saying. Nope. Anyway. So keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. And then Queenie brings Jacob, who apparently she has married, I think. No, 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 no. She, she, they want to get married. Okay, I couldn't tell if he was wearing a ring or not. I, it was, no, not, no, it no. wasn't clear. They want to get married, but they, it's illegal in America. I, I think it's legal in Europe, but it is. I think Ill- it's just illegal. I think it's just illegal in general. Okay, so Ill- he's a he's a, he's no- a nomad, which Ugh. is one of the worst like nicknames. Like, let's just stick with Muggle. Yeah, seriously. What nomad? What, what, the, uh, we, we we hear the other one. What is it? Can't spell. <laughs> yeah, which is like that makes it sound like you're calling them illiterate. Yeah, well, yeah, you know. whatever. And yeah. she's there, and she actually had to enchant Jacob to bring him, and he's a little rightly annoyed that he's been mind controlled. Yes, she did not trust him. She thought the only way that he would stay in love with her is if she put a love spell on him. Well, or, or she wanted to marry him, and uh, right, she thought she'd have to force him because he wouldn't. He wouldn't do it, and it's. Again, this is one of the things he's such... He is a nice guy, and he actually thinks about consequences. He says, if we get married, 
you go to jail. He doesn't. Nothing no. happens to the muggles. Just But a wizard who marries a muggle in this case goes to jail. But he wants to marry her. Yeah. He loves her. He He's devoted to her. And... And when he implies the word crazy, not even meaning it in regards to her, just as a like, wow, that's crazy. Before he can even say, yeah, before he can even actually say the word, she goes nuts and storms off Mm -hmm. and, you know, doesn't reappear till near the end of the film. Um, and, and I feel so bad for him because he spends the rest of the film trying to find her mm -hmm. because he loves her. Um, and then at the end of the film, yeah, that was kind of, that was actually one of the only emotional points in the film. There's something that happens between them and it's like, he's so broken because of that. And it's, again, that's one of the reasons I like Jake. He's the only fully realized, understandable character in both films. Yeah. He makes sense. You understand his motivations. You understand his reactions. The others, it's either mysterious or it's like Newt and it's nuts. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Newt, I'm sorry. Uh, that guy's got, I don't know if he's got Asperger's syndrome or what. The guy doesn't understand how to deal with people. Either that or that's just how Redmayne is playing him. And it's quite annoying. Well, it's it's also played up from the last film. There was two things that seemed to me, now that I've seen the second, the first one two times, that were played up. And that was Newt Scamander's like, weirdness when like not making eye contact and kind of mumbling and, and in general just having a hard time relating to people that was played up way more in this film than it was in the first one the other thing is that Johnny Depp is wearing a contact lens that you will not be able to look away from oh, no God, matter what was, he's doing I don't understand it's 2018 we can do almost anything in special effects and that looked like something out of the 60s and the other thing is that in the first film his eye wasn't white it was slightly miscolored. Yeah, it was kind of it, like it, pale blue or something. And it and it didn't stick out. <laughs> yes, something his eyeball was thicker. Like, yeah, it's like he's talking and doing and, and gesticulating and Johnny Depping, and I'm just staring at that eye, going, "That is the worst contact <laughs> lens I've ever seen." And it's actually they've painted like little red veins around mm. the edge, which it makes it look like, "Wow, it's really hurting Johnny Depp to wear that." Mm. Took me totally out of the character in the moment. Although Johnny Depp, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of done with him anyway. Um, I think he, I, he can still enough. be enjoyable, but I just eh. the character. I thought this was going to be really interesting. It's like, oh, they're going to like play up more of this, and he's not going to be this horrible monster. Oh, he just killed a child. Okay, that's fine. Well, now he didn't. Oh, excuse me. He, he just g- sort of made. He had he someone else do it. <laughs> yeah. So his hands are clean. Oh yeah. Um, I, the one thing I do like is they, they have broached a subject which has bothered me since the first Harry Potter films, which is, if you've got all this power, why wouldn't you take over the world? Mm. Why wouldn't somebody do that? Because, you know, reasons. Like, I don't get it. And, of course, they, they talk about Voldemort, and that's the whole theme, but it's like... They have been wizards apparently all the way through time. I can't believe at some point the wizards just can go, hell with this, we're taking over, we're in charge. Well, clearly that um, must have happened because when they say, you know, we've lived are we lived at peace with the uh, the muggles for a hundred years. Like only a right. hundred what was happening before? Yeah. I want to see and, that movie. <laughs> well, and then what they they kind of made a mistake in when they started talking about World War II. Uh-huh. Because I can't help but think, wow. If we actually had wizards on both sides, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. during World War II, it would have been a much more interesting war. Uh, yeah. And they talk about things like, you know, the atomic bomb and stuff. And like, look what these humans are going to do. Oh, yeah, like, that, oh, oh, we I'm got... sorry, but you people have been doing far worse for far longer. 
Yeah. Have a blood curse. Have two. They're they're cheap. That's right. And by the way, yes, we we have a slave race called the uh, house elves, and yep. we have clearly we sentient beings that we treat like animals. And yeah, and and, and you know, hey, we're gonna have these things. We're gonna have these giant flame dragons, which are gonna destroy Paris. Yeah, like that's so, still confused the hell out. Hey, we'll, we'll get well, to that too. Whatever. But uh, well, maybe we won't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's that, that whole thing at the uh, at the Nuremberg. I'm sorry, the Grindelwald rally. You know, which yeah. was, which of course is held in the middle of Père Lachaise, the famous cemetery. Like because because did I mention we are in France? <laughs> oh, I am French. Are you French? I am French. <laughs> Like, I'll have some fromage. Drink some bean. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, yeah, that's a good place. A place bang. where it is well known for people hanging out there at night. Anyway. Uh, Man, was that not the biggest mausoleum you've ever that, seen? <laughs> that is one. My God, how many people are dead in that family? Good God. This mausoleum will seat thousands. Yeah, this, this was um, like a stadium mausoleum. But, and it's very well lit. And he's notice? up there and he's doing the whole, I don't hate muggles. You know, I, I was waiting for him some to say something. Some of my somebody, best friends are I was muggles. waiting for that. But... <laughs> But then he actually took it in a way I hadn't thought. I mean, you know, when in in the books, in when Voldemort is doing it, he's talking about, oh, muggles are just deceitful and, and they drag us down. Here he's doing a kind, he's using fear. He's saying right. they're not just, you know, less or different. As he says, they're not less, they're just other. Right. Which is, of course, the scariest thing to be is right. other. And right. here, and you know what they're going to do? And he takes a hit off his skull bong, <laughs> which, by the way, I know. what the hell? He, yeah, apparently Grindelwald has a magic skull bong that allows him to show visions of the future. Dude, <laughs> I don't get it, but whatever. There's Grindel no dude, no explanation. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. He shows them visions, and he, what he's showing them is the Blitz of London, and mm-hmm. he he shows them. What is clearly Jews being loaded onto uh, uh, freight cars? He shows them the horrors of World War II, and he ends with an atomic bomb going off. Right. He's saying this is what their power lust will will, will lead to, and you're thinking, "Crap, that's kind of hard to argue with because all of that is, is going to happen." And of course, one of the things I had to wonder was, um, "How do you know this?" Well, it's <laughs> I mean, magic. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so let's get to that. Let's get to yeah, magic. Yeah. All right, Max, I, riddle me this. <laughs> Why is magic such a pain in the ass? Oh, God, where do you start? Because they oh. never define it. Of course they don't. Magic can do everything until we can't do this thing because of the plot. It's but, like time travel. Yeah, it's, and by the way, this is the thing that's always got me. And I understood this in a children's book, but as they're trying to develop it more, like, okay, so you are genetically predisposed this is a genetic condition being able <laughs> to use magic this goes by by bloodlines what you know why why because they have magic chlorians <laughs> god <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm sure that you heard it here folks magic chlorians yep I, that's a thing it's like yes it's built into you it's in your blood you're born yeah. either you have it or you don't and if you have magic you can render the laws of physics irrelevant you can bend time and space as long as you have a stick. <laughs> if you don't have a stick, you're, you can't do anything. But even if you have a stick, if you don't know how to use it, you can't do anything unless you're Credence, in which yeah, case you can't. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Oh, oops. <laughs> oh. Yeah, small ooh. spoiler there, yeah. Um, eh. Well, yeah, well, we they, knew he was a mage because yeah, we knew that from the first film. Yeah, we had to know that because, you know, he was sorry. an obscurial, whatever the hell that is. I'm sorry, I meant to say wizard. <laughs> um 
Yeah, magic. Yeah, they have no definite. Every once in a while, they come up with something like, oh, what is it? In in the last book, when Ron is complaining that they can't just Hermione can't just pull food out of thin air, and she yeah. says, ah, because of this law of magic. It's like, wait, there are laws. <laughs> Can so, we read them, please? Yeah, could we know what they are? So you can't yeah. just create stuff out of nothing. You can change it. You can. This is what I liked. You could increase it. So, in other words, oh, so you could do Jesus's loaves and fishes thing. So mm. you can't create a fish, but if you had one <laughs> fish, you can make it into fifty fish. What? How or is that different? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and you can't do money. Right. You can't just create <laughs> money. Apparently. Although, honestly, if you can create everything else, why do you need money? That's another why thing. Does it why matter? do the wizards have currency? Why do they have their? Why do they have to have their own currency? Why do they need money at all? Hey, I can make a castle. Um, I can buy one sandwich and make five hundred sandwiches, yeah. and I can make my own clothes. Why do I care? Why are there poor wizards? We know there I... are, but why? And if you look at Newt's suitcase. You can yeah. say, well, I can take something this size, and inside it can be as big as I want it to be. So there's no chance of overcrowding anywhere. Yeah, and right? you don't need to buy a house. You just, an entire I'll, city I'll, could be a bunch of boxes. I'll like live in my boxes. briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. That's the problem, is that magic has never been well-defined. And this is a common problem in any media that uses magic, quote-unquote. Because if they don't define it, and if they don't stick to that definition then it basically means, well, I can change it anytime I want as long as, the, you know, whenever the plot needs me to do it. And yeah. that's a weakness. It's a big weakness. I kept wondering, you, yeah, there are little things like when Newt shows up in the first movie, when he gets to New York, how does he get there? He goes by boat. Why? I don't know. What? They can teleport. <laughs> I don't know. All I could figure, he, all it would take is someone saying, oh, yeah, it's too bad you can't teleport across the ocean. Or you can't teleport more than X. You can't teleport that far. But, but except that nothing. later somebody will and yeah and you know you also see them just cast and eventually they just are casting spells and they don't care if they're going to name them or what they might do or whatever it's like uh spell 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 counter spell counter spell 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 giant flame dragons yeah. you know whatever yeah, eventually <laughs> the spells tend to just evolve into pew 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 badow 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 max uh, do you identify as a pew wizard or a badow wizard <laughs> i like to think of myself as a badow wizard yeah uh, at least my whole family were badow wizards <laughs> It's it, it's it is a huge giant problem, yeah. um, and it is not in any way attempted to be fixed in this film. And this is the first time too. Like in Harry Potter, we don't deal with any actual current events. Harry Potter exists outside of what's going on yeah, politically, don't... socially, anything with our with our world. Yeah, honestly, it would be hard to say what era it takes place in. I mean, right, because well, we see a little bit of what's going on in Little Whinging, um, but it's like it, it doesn't. It's not specific. We like, know that we, the, we see... know the tech level. We know there are video games and TVs, but like nobody has cell phones at any point. Right, and... you know. So and they don't like pretend that it's it's uh, you know Margaret Thatcher yeah. or whatever in, in charge of London. It's like this is any time, and they that that's a good choice. Yeah. Here, when they start to bring up World War Two, suddenly you have to ask the question: Wait. Are they going to retcon World War Two? Yeah, are there are there battle wizards? Yeah, which is crazy, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like you can't sit there and rewrite history because and then then people are gonna feel that this is less attached to themselves, like the audience. Mm. 
Or are they going to not retcon World War II, which also makes no sense, it's, because if there are wizards, they would be involved one way or the other, even if it just meant that the war was encroaching on their livelihoods. And if nothing else, for God's sakes, we know two of the wizards are named Goldstein. That yeah. means they're, that suggests anywhere that they're Jewish, which right. means they're going to be sitting there going, hey, these guys are rounding up Jews. Hang on. Hey, right. you know, Hitler, Avada Kedavra. Boom. Exactly. War's <laughs> over. I know it's it's uh, and to be uh, fair, if they had like Death Eaters that were that were Nazi wizards, yeah. I could see that. But the only thing I can see that would make sense is that they basically said, yes, the wizards were involved in World War, World War Two, but they were fighting amongst themselves and their battles had no bearing on the actual. That outcome. would work. That's the, that that's the only way they can do it. Yeah. And that's kind of unsatisfying because it's like, well, they're there, but they didn't do anything. Mm. It's like, OK, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's yeah, there's so magic. Awkward. Magic is hard, and the easier it is to throw magic, the harder it is to write. And these guys seem to have no problems yeah, at all. Yeah. How many spells can you throw a day? All of them. Yeah, I know. How many do you want to throw? You okay. notice no one ever gets tired throwing no. magic. No one ever says, wow, I can't throw any more spells. I'm worn out. It's like, nope, I can go around death curse, death curse, death curse. Yeah. yeah um, stun, so, disarm, whatever I want. And as an audience member watching this and they're throwing spells, I just sort of sit back and go whatever because there's no consequence you know i don't lose anything i'm not running out of energy my my beta capsule isn't you know <laughs> about to time out and what makes some wizards stronger than others why is it that like somebody can fire a spell at grindelwald's back and it like bounces off him and he can yeah. just like flick his wrist and knock out 15 people how is he it, they talk about like oh he's very powerful what does yeah, that why? mean he knows a lot of spells. He's got a lot of personal will. He can channel more magic. I just, I don't, I didn't need these things explained to me in the Harry Potter books or even the early movies because they didn't make a thing out of it. It was sort of self-limiting. It's like, okay. Well, except for what's his Valda. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but again, he and Dumbledore, they were like, they were the boss monsters. They were, they sort of were separate. <laughs> That's a different series, I, man. I also, I, I should say, to be fair, just for in total disclosure, I love the Harry Potter books. I yeah. I like them a lot. I do they not... don't make a lot of sense either. If no, you start looking they're... too closely, especially at the magic, it's like, uh, 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 hey. Yeah, um, but, but it doesn't try. It's saying, yes, we're just, this is magic and magic is cool. And that's not the focus. The focus is the characters. The focus is what Harry is going through and how right. a lot of what he's going through is what everyone goes through. Right. And out. I enjoyed the books too. I've read them all at least twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen the movies, admittedly, these days more with riff tracks yeah. than without. I am uh, not look. a I'm not a big fan of the movies. Uh, I like so a lot of the casting. I liked. I like the look. I think they got the way it looked well. But if you, I, I think, and it's hard for me to judge because I had read the books before I saw the movies. But I think if you hadn't read the books, the movies don't make a lot of sense. Nope. And if you have read the books, all you can think of is it's so much better in the books. Or, oh, they left out this, or they left out yeah, that. Yeah, how and much is being be left out? And, yeah, how much? Wait a Order, minute. Order of the Phoenix was, what, 900 and something pages? Yeah, something like that. Huge. Yeah, cripes. Huge. So, you know, you can understand why it gets whittled down to only three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but the, yeah. These magic. movies have, don't, don't, they don't have that excuse. These are all, no. the Newt Scamander movies are all original works. Yep. And they're trying to make... Well, we'll get to this, and I'll, I'll get to this part. Yes. You know, uh, when I was going into the film, I was trying to think of what kind of story they were going to tell. And uh, my partner said to me, you know, my English teacher said there's only three stories. There's man versus nature, man versus world... I'm sorry, man versus 
man and man versus self. Hmm. When I came out of this film, I realized, no, there's actually only two stories. There's um, trade negotiations and pot <laughs> racing. <laughs> and to be fair, there's not really any trade negotiations, although they certainly hint at it. Yeah, yeah, um, but like, there is a little pod racing. <laughs> there is the occasional pod race. Yeah, yeah, not as much as the Grinch, but yeah, you know. Um, so I think uh, we could go on and on and oh, yeah. on. And I think uh, as we're, we're getting towards our usual time limit, yeah. not that we have Sorry, one. Sorry, w- uh, one more thing. Oh, by all means. Just, again, part of the world building. I didn't have a problem with this with the others. The servant. Credence finds this woman. He wonders if it's his mother. It isn't. It's a servant. The shot up mapes? <laughs> yeah, she, she, she is a little person. Do you remember? Yes. And there's a throwaway line about why she's a little person. You remember? Oh, I didn't hear. Maybe I didn't hear it. Oh yeah, when they're talking about the the, the what happened with uh, Credence and with Corvus, uh-huh. uh, you know the other Lestrange. They're told that the servant was half house elf. Oh, so apparently That's... house elves and humans can breed. Um. I, I I'd like to to buy a vowel. It's like uh, you really, really. Yeah, wow, I missed that. Uh, I think I was the point when I was just sort of just sort of shaking my head and giggling. I am like, pretty now. Maybe I got it wrong. I don't think I did. But they, they were explaining. Yeah, it was a house half half house elf. That's why her magic was so weak that I couldn't follow her. It's like really well half except, uh, half I'm house sorry. elf half what. Human? Didn't Goblin? Dobby do, let's see, how do you put this? Everything? <laughs> yeah. Like, he could teleport, he could stop spells, he could disarm people. That didn't seem like weak magic yeah, to he, me. Well, you know, this it is this. she was a half-breed. She was only half a house elf, so her magic wasn't Oh, so wasn't she, she wasn't a, a wizard or a blood. She was we a don't, muggle. We don't, well, know. we don't know. She was half house elf, something, half something else. Maybe, maybe it was human, maybe it was goblin. We don't know. Hmm. She looked human. Yeah. Ugh. That, nice. that bothered me. That's like, yeah, you're that's just going to throw that in there. That opens I that opens an oil drum worth of worms. Yeah, amongst other things. Yeah, but sorry, yeah, just wanted I, just wanted to get that in there. No, that's cool because I missed that again. I think I was just giggling and shaking <laughs> my head, and I missed that part because yeah. it's just like I. It actually, I was very bemused because I was literally just like, I, what happened? I really don't know what just happened. And I was hoping that my partner, when we got out of it, I asked, I asked him first, very, very carefully, what did he think of the film? And let him tell me before I said, oh, good. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I, I thought he was going to say, oh, it was great. I loved it. And he was like, no, I didn't care for it at all. I said, yeah. oh, good, because I didn't understand a thing that just happened. And I've never been to a film. I could more easily explain the prisoner than I can in this. Ouch. Um, yeah, or the end of 2000. Actually, the end of 2001, I've never had any problem with. Mm. Um, and this, I was just like, ah, oh, who's that? All right, we care. Uh, what happened? Wh- who are they going to talk to? Who's that? <laughs> I felt like an old, uh, well, I should say, I, should, I felt like a, 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 a person who has lost any ability to comprehend any kind of like film or media or something. And it's just like, I, what happened? Who are these people? Um, I, and I have to say the big twist at the, the little were not that big this twist at the end. Did it make you angry? Cause it, it made it me annoyed angry. me. And I heard someone in the theater when they revealed, go, Oh, and I wanted to turn around and go, seriously. I, I would have turned around and said, this, no, they pulled this out of thin air that I think I actually heard the pop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, hey, 
let's let's get to the <laughs> let's get to the roundup. Yeah. <laughs> let's get to, let's get to the part where that people are wondering. <laughs> I'm sure if we liked and or would recommend yeah. this film. The roundup. I know I'm hosting this week, but I'm going to point my finger right at you, okay. Max. So, Max, yeah. did you enjoy and or would you recommend mm. um, Killing Beasts and How to Cook Them? <laughs> the the, the uh, crimes of no, Google Splat. I mean, I didn't hate it. It's not a bad movie. Well, okay. Yes, it, yes, it is. From a plot <laughs> sense, it is a very bad movie. The plot is unnecessarily convoluted and inconsistent. The acting is decent. Visually, it's cool. It moves along nicely. You just have no idea where it's going or why it's going there. Or once it's there, it just sort of stands around looking at its shoes. I swear at one point the movie comes to a dead halt and it looks around and goes, huh, Kansas, and then moves. <laughs> I Yeah, there's kind of a point where the, I get the feeling the movie is looking out at the screen at us going, you guys got anything? Because I'm out. <laughs> like um here here's the ending i guess um <laughs> surprise yeah that's what gets me there it, this isn't giving anything away but a bunch of people show up at hogwarts at the end and then two of them go off to talk and the others just end up standing there <laughs> I know and that's one of the parts that was so like a video game it's like oh here's the party uh you guys uh you stand here stapled to the ground and, and these, we're gonna go these were not over. like nameless yeah. characters these were no significant characters and like no no you guys all stand there we're gonna uh, the grown-ups are gonna go over here and talk yeah grown-ups yeah. Knew, no yeah. you're right mm. the main yeah the, the player characters are gonna go over here yeah uh i um, do not i couldn't recommend this i i no it, it's it actually made the i didn't like the first one much but this I one, didn't either. this one made it look much better. I actually rewatched the first one, as I said, yeah. and it's like you know, I didn't hate this as much as I did the first time, and I didn't hate it, hate it, but it, it felt like stuff didn't make sense. And and as you pointed out, Newt's an, Newt's a jerk. Yeah. Uh, he's incompetent, and he's like utterly clueless as to what's going on mm. around him and, and the damage he could cause. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it, it the first film now looks like you know. Uh, I don't know, Chariots of Fire or yeah. something. Uh, I don't know where that... I guess it was British. There you go. There's <laughs> there you connection. Go. Um, I'm going to go out, uh, out with you in this one. Let's go out, Max. Okay. Uh, and say, yeah, I I just was literally like, huh, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, a thing that uh, just happened. Uh, oh, that's two, <laughs> no idea. Two hours of my life I'm not going to get back. Yeah. And, but like you, I didn't hate it. And no. I should have because it's like... It's bad storytelling. Mm. Um, it introduces characters that it basically makes you care about. Well, no, it tries to make you care about with giving you either expository dialogue that is stilted and badly done or nothing at all. And you still are supposed to care and you don't. And yeah. that usually pisses me off. And this time I just was I, so lost. I have never been this lost at a film before that it was just kind of funny. Um, mm. Again, Jacob is the best character in both films. Yep. I really like him. I like his attitude. I like the way he's portrayed. Um, the acting on him is good. I, I like his decisions. Yeah. They make sense. You feel for him, unlike everybody else in the film. Yeah, pretty much. He's the he's the one you actually have empathy with. Yeah, and some of the motivations, like Tina's like, well, I saw a misprint in a magazine, so I hate you now. Mm. Why don't you give him a call? <laughs> That's, you guys haven't invented a magical version of a telephone or something. I mean, you can't I talk to each know. other in fireplaces like they did. Was that techno? Did you guys not invent fireplaces in the 1920s yet? Is that it? Yeah, and where's the flu network? Yeah, I mean, that's what why, I mean, the flu network, yeah. Well, why are they taking Grindelwald 
in an easy to knock off or what are those things called? Thestrals. Um, the Thestral driven coach. Yeah. Like just teleport him. Use a port <laughs> key. Use a, yeah, you why not use the flu network? Do something. Anything you know, but use, this. use I don't know, call me crazy, but magic <laughs> <laughs> You know, the only way they could have done this 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 Lee Harvey Oswald prison transfer yeah. worse <laughs> is if they walked him to New York. Yeah, <laughs> or no, from New York to Britain. Where the hell? I don't even know where he was and I don't care. Yeah. Um I guess he was in New York and they were moving him to uh, Britain or France uh, or whatever. It's like if they took him out and walked him, it would have. That's the only yeah. way it would have been worse. Yeah, pretty um, much. It's <laughs> just like fumble, 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 fumble. Uh, they didn't, you know, who watches the Watchmen? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Um, just yeah, no sense. Um, my partner also had a good observation. He said that the, one of the reasons he hated the film, he actually hated Ooh. it, was that it was an in-between film. You could yes. tell this film is meant it was to connect. Very much a middle film. Yeah, and it does not work on its own. Mm. And I'm not even going to go to on a limb and say it doesn't work with the first film either because mm. I just did not know or care. Um, mm. I don't. I'm not even going to say I liked the creatures, but the visuals didn't feel as real to me as they could have. They're cool. I like the designs. The Niffler feels close, but not quite there. Mm-hmm. Like its movements are fine, its design is fine, but there's something about the way it's depicted, quite honestly, it actually might have been too colorful, um, that it didn't... I didn't buy it as being something real. Huh. You know what I mean? Um, the way that the characters interact with things are fine. Yeah. Um, apparently all these creatures like Newt because whatever, cheese. Um, but I, I, didn't, I didn't buy it. Like, they did, there wasn't a single point where I thought, that thing's really on the set, you know? The way that other films have had critters that really feel like they're on the set. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as I said, Johnny Depp, I'm done with him. Um, I, I just, you know, the real life stuff is intruding and that's, that's a problem. But also, this is all he does is these costumed character things. And to be fair, he's actually probably the most low key than I've seen him in decades. Mm. Um, cause he used to, I used to think he used to be a really good actor without all that junk without Tim Burton. Um, but I just, I don't know. I'm tired of him. Mm. Um, so mm. I, I, I'm, I, I can't recommend it. Yeah. I, I don't think that it's a film that's going to, uh, win the hearts of millions. Um, if it's like the first day I went to see it, a lot of people are either going to be confused and think it doesn't have anything to do with Harry Potter or they're going to forget. Although I, I bet you, I bet you also were reminded of a film that we swear has already come out. Yes. Once again, we got previews for Aquaman. <laughs> you realize that Aquaman's probably going to be part of the series if it ever actually comes out. <laughs> part, oh yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do it for you. Yeah. But uh, speaking of what we're going to do, what are we going to do next next week, Max? The same thing we do every week, Pinky. Try to take over the internet. <laughs> That's all? No, no what yeah. are we going to watch for next yeah. week? Next week we are going to do another sequel, I'm afraid, although this one I have slightly higher hopes for. This is Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Ooh. Wait, isn't it Ralph Wrecks the Internet? No, it should be, and they apparently that's a plot point. Ooh, plot point, <laughs> yeah, plot point, or... plot point, plot point. Good morning, this is a plot complication. <laughs> so, yes, so we'll be back next next week with Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet. So you don't have to. Indeed. So, so, so until then, you may avoid <laughs> delicious creatures and how to baste them. <laughs> or go see it at your peril. Yes, go see the, the crimes of uh, Fricklesnitz or whatever it is. And though I haven't been drinking, I think I might go and do so. Yeah. Max, would you like to join I me? I would indeed. Brad, crack would, you like open. Join, would you like to join me in a nice big martini? Yeah. <laughs>
I don't know if there'll be room for both of us, but sure. <laughs> All right. Until next week, have a good have a have a good whatever you're having. Yep, yep. Drink up. This has been a co-production of The Voice of Max and The Movie Wrench. Thank you.